One of the biggest needs for the New Orleans Saints coming into this draft is at running back, and we're fortunate to talk with one of our favorite running back prospects in this year's draft class. Before that, let's hit that intro. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. Welcome back into another edition of the Straight Up Saints Podcast, and this podcast is brought to you guys by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyer's of Boot Crew Media. They're located at 918 Poydras Street outside the Superdome. You can give them a call at 504-523-5413. That's Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. Now joining us for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast is none other than former Tulane star Tajay Spears and soon-to-be NFL running back. How's everything, man? Thank you for joining the show. Man, I appreciate you for having me, man. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing well, man. Absolutely. So uh, before I get into this whole, you know, NFL draft process with you, and I'm sure this has been uh, an exciting time for you. uh, I want to just, you know, rewind to this past season and just talk about the accomplishments that you had. Uh, We're talking about Cotton Bowl offensive MVP. We're talking about conference offensive player of the year Uh, for you. Was there ever a doubt in your mind that you can be this type of player? Just what what went all together, Tajay, that you had the, the breakout season that you did? Um, like when you um, when you thinking thinking of seasons and coming up on the season, like you never want to get too far ahead. So like you gotta you gotta be where your feet is. I say that often. You gotta be where your feet is. So like and that's like maximizing every day. So like I work hard day in day out. And you know not not just me. I got a great group of guys around me. Of course, if like if they didn't do their part, I, my success, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't achieve the things that I did this year. So like they they're a big part. They're a big help of everything. I ain't do it all by myself. But uh, just taking one day at a time, man. Making sure you, making sure you being one and zero. Make sure you winning the day. That's that's you know. To be honest, I don't really think that far ahead because I'm I'm with my feet and I'm trying to you know make the most out of, out of every opportunity I get. Yes, yeah, certainly. And, you, and clearly, you know, as you mentioned, you were talking about the team aspect of things. Uh, for you, what was it like being on the sideline, man? For that Cotton Bowl, where you're talking about a game where you guys trailed by double digits at halftime. You trailed by I believe 15 points with a little over four minutes left. And yet you guys never stopped believing the foot never came off the gas. And before you know it, there's nine seconds left. And it was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. They put on the screen, you know, Tulane takes their first lead of the game and you guys go on to win it despite not having the lead for about pretty much 59 minutes of it. What was the energy like on the sidelines? What was being said like between those walls where uh, you guys clearly didn't give up? What was that like? So like the the energy was, uh, you know, it was mixed emotion. Like it, it was like, you know, highs and lows because, like in that game, we was like you said, we was from 21 points down. We was probably like from 21 to like 15 points down the whole game, or like 14, like probably seven one point. But like it was just up and down. It was like um, then like man, we just we just stuck we just stuck together. And like what we were saying, like whatever it took, whatever it took, you know, we wasn't gonna give up. Like that that go to testament to us. Like we believed in ourselves. And nobody believed in us. Not, let's let's fast forward back to the 2000. I mean, yeah, let's fast forward back to 2021. Two and ten, and nobody think we was gonna do that. But we still believed in ourselves, and it started with ourselves. So like, and we, like we knew coming in, we was gonna win that game. We didn't know how we was gonna win it, but we knew we was gonna win it because they knew we knew that 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 was that's their offense. They are gonna score a lot of points. We just gotta match them. Now we just gotta outscore them. So we knew we was gonna. Um, so it was just all about you know, like I said, like opportunities and making the most out of them. So it, it worked out in our favor at the end. 
Yeah, and, and it's interesting how, you know, the way the, the college football season quickly shifts over to the draft process. I'd imagine, you know, one week it's you get the Cotton Bowl victory. It's like the perfect send-off for your career at Tulane. And the next thing you know, you're probably preparing for the NFL. And I'm curious for you, Tajay, especially at the running back position where so many people put, you know, an emphasis on 40 times and other drills. For you, did you enjoy that aspect of the of the process or did it almost seem like, it's a lot of track drills instead of focusing on the football aspect. I'm curious for you, what was it like kind of approaching just getting ready for the draft and doing all those workout drills? And it's just like that. Like, it, it, it's just like, go. To, it's the same thing. It's a lot of ups and downs. Some days you're going to have good days. You know, when you time in these 40s and you time your splits, you're going to have good days. Some days you're going to have not so good days. So it's a lot of ups and downs. It's just about how you respond to, you know, if you get good, if you have a good day or bad day. You got to respond the same way with the mentality that I'm going to get better coming back the next day. So um, just taking one day at a time. And also, man, you got to enjoy those things because, like, during that process, you meet a lot of cool people. Like, I met, like, um, freaking Charlie, uh, Charlie Thompson from Georgia Tech, Vice, uh, Vice, uh, Vice Dennis from um, freaking Pitt, um, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Rodriguez from Kentucky, like those great guys that I have a relationship with for a long time, just because you know we we train together at the same facility and we and we push each other. Yeah, and you mentioned you know the the aspect of enjoying every step of it and and meeting cool people. Uh, for you, obviously, it's no secret in terms of you know the start of the draft process and now. There's been a lot of teams interested in you, and and, and rightfully so. Uh, have you been able to feel like you've made good connections so far in this process? Do you feel like there's still you know loads of meetings more that you got to take? How has that aspect been in terms of the just being able to talk football with NFL coaches and and staffs? See, like like when it comes to like being on that film and uh, doing the IQ stuff, like I be on that stuff. Like you know, I take pride in it. Like when they sit down on, on the zooms and teach me the install like i really sit there, i sit there and put myself you know in that time in that time zone in the, in this time frame and i take notes and i try to pick up all the all the cues that they give me and i spit it back out to them so like i've been doing really well in those and like i just i'm i just hoping you know hoping i keep on training on that uphill battle i mean on that uphill uh you know i keep on training uphill so i've been doing really well in them yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I remember when you had your workout uh, earlier this year, you know, there was a Saints contingency that was there. And, and obviously things will shake out and there's a bunch of teams that are interested in you and, and we'll see how the, the cards kind of fall. Uh, but for you, have you been able to have some good conversations with the hometown team and just be able to kind of see where the Saints are at? I know this is a team that the history at running back the last 10 years or so has been great. Um, how has that been for you? Has there been a, a relationship that's kind of formed so far? Um, yeah, it's a, um, it's a, it, it was kind of, but, um, uh, you know, you, of course I, I talked to everybody, most of everybody that was there and like, they'll tell me, like, they'll tell me how much they like me and stuff or when they see me in person. Well, he told me like last time I had went to a local day, like other than that, I ain't had no interaction and stuff, but like they, they say, you know, they'll love, they'll, um, what he said, he said something like, um, I forgot exactly what he said, but he was like, um, it'll be cool if we get you, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, they show, they showing interest, but they ain't really showing like that they want me for real. Okay, and, and interesting enough for your perspective. But I heard, but I heard like, you know, I heard that they really, like I heard from uh, other sources like that they really like me. So if they, you know, <laughs> I love to play in Louisiana, but uh, it is, you know, at this, at this point it's out of my hands, man. It is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. But since you mentioned that, I, I'm curious for you, Tajay, what would it mean to you if you end up getting kind of that storybook continuation where it's like, man, you just had a magical season at Tulane, and then all of a sudden 
you're playing for New Orleans. Uh, would that mean a little bit extra for you? Obviously, getting to the NFL would be just an amazing accomplishment in its own right, but would it have a little bit more extra juice to you? Yeah, because, man, I, I'm literally, like, with traffic, I'm literally probably an hour, i say 50, 59 minutes down the road with, with traffic. So with, with that being said, like, man, I, I'd be like a I'm, – I'm always – I'm being hometown hero anywhere I go, but, like, I'd be – on a different level, hometown hero, like, you know, just doing it and playing for the Saints, actually, actually, like, helping the Saints get to, you know, get to the top, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's my that's my goal, man. I'm, I'm Whatever organization I go to, I'm trying to help them win and as much as well I, that I can. So, uh, that'll be, that'll definitely be, like, a dream come true. It'll be, like, almost like it's unreal. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember, I think it was earlier this year, um, you talked about, you know, running backs that, that you like watching. And I think Alvin was one of the ones that you really like because of his style. I know you've mentioned contact balance and things of that nature. Um, and obviously those are focal points of his game. Um, have you been able to, you know, connect with any current running backs uh, that have maybe given you a couple of pointers and given you a little bit of advice as you get ready for that next step? No, I, I didn't, man. I didn't. But I, um, I, w- I would like to, though. But like, you know me, I ain't really – I ain't really a guy that reach out that much because um, I figured out like you know what I'm saying I'm I'm not I, I ask questions when I get there but like I but mostly most I just I just try to figure it out on my own. Yeah, I know that that totally makes sense. But I'm I'm curious. So we mentioned Alvin. Um, what other running backs for you, Tajay, are are players that you like to kind of maybe pop the film in and and see what they're doing and maybe it's something that you can implement to your game or maybe it's just something from an appreciation standpoint that you like the way they play the game. Uh, who are those running backs for you outside of Alvin? Outside of Alvin, I really like what um, – like I, I always said, I like what Aaron Jones is, man. He, he run that ball hard. And he can catch that ball. He catch ball. He catch, catch ball really uh, really well also. And he create a uh, mismatch outside the box. He's 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 tough too, man. He's tough, and and I've been hearing like he's a great he's a great guy. So like that that just make it like a uh, and like his interview what he said. He's like I don't want to be too greedy or something like that. So like that just you know that's just solidify him and put him on the next level. So I I really like Aaron Jones. I I, I would I would like to meet him though. Actually, like I probably reach out to him sometime soon. But if not, I just catch him when I catch him. Yeah, no, that's a tremendous pick. Another player who's extremely versatile. And you mentioned, you know, the contract aspect of it, just a total class act there. Um, for you, obviously, you know, getting to the NFL, great accomplishment there. What do you think's the next level that you can turn, you know, and, and maybe if you if you improve that aspect of your game, we're going from a really good player to also a great player at the NFL level as well. What are you trying to focus on in that regard? Um, honestly, like, man, like if you want to like be honest, like it's it's not one thing that I feel like me personally that I can do to excel my game. I feel like just touching up and and touching up and critiquing like every area. Like if I can if I can find a way to get better at everything that I do, it just made me much more. That just like you said, that make me better. That turned me from good to great, and also that just you know. I just feel like that, man. I just feel like every area because, like, as we as we doing this stuff, like, we just trying to be good. We trying to be average. Are we trying to like? Are we trying to go to the extreme? Because only so long we can play the game. So, like, uh, I just want to, you know, get everything that I can out of it. Also, have fun, man. Show my passion and week in and week out. Not just week in and week out. Every chance that I get. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember, you know, we talked about it earlier um, about your two lane career and obviously, you know, modest approach, giving a lot of credit to your teammates. 
Do you ever think there's going to be a moment though, where you look back at your career and you kind of just like bluntly look at your numbers and be like, damn, I finished my college career averaging almost seven yards per carry because you look at the numbers. It, it, it's just wildly impressive over, this isn't, you know, a one year thing. This is your whole career, at, you know, at the collegiate level uh, where you were that successful. Do you, do you think you'll ever have that moment or you, probably not? I will. I will. And I say this because, Man, I got a nephew. He, I was just telling my dad this other day. I got a nephew. He want to be, like, just like me. And, like, I'm going to just pull up my numbers just to, you know, kind of uh, kind of same him a little bit in the beginning. And I'm just like, man. And, like, when I'm working with him and just, like, reaching out to him, I know he's going to play football. He's going to be – he's going to be – he probably be better than me. I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be better than me because he, he, like, two or three, he got, like – he be, like, running and, like, scoring, like, imaginary touchdowns in here. He'll slam the ball. He'll talk his little stuff. I'm like, bro, I did not do that when I was young. So I'm like, bro, he got, some, he might got a little something in him. So like, just working. I'm gonna just be working with him. But I'm gonna like go and revisit probably like high school, college, and of course, this amazing NFL career I, I'm have. And I'm like, look, bro, we in this game. Like, we in this game to be, you know, to do everything that we can for the team. But we in this game. We we the break. We in this game. We we trying to break records. And we trying to embark. And we trying to uh, mark our name in history for forever. So like, like when I train him, I'm be like, uh, when I work with him, I'm just like, look, man, we trying to make history with every single thing that we doing. And like, your goal is not to be, you know. And I'm not finna sit here and say, oh, you, your goal is you chasing to be better than me. Nah, I want your goal to be the best version of yourself. Also, remember, you gotta, <clears throat> you gotta, um, you gotta, you gotta make history, and also you gotta break every record that's standing in front of your way. Yeah, I, I love that. I'm going to keep an eye out on, from here from here on out, Taja. I'm going to write it down and make sure uh, we revisit that for sure. Um, for you, and you talked about, you know, coming into the NFL and you have, you know, granted it changes for different players, but you only have, you know, a limited time in the NFL to really make your mark. Um, playing at a position that, look, some of the best players in the league are running backs, but it almost feels like for some reason at times the position gets devalued. Does it almost put – an even bigger emphasis on man during that rookie contract. I got to play so, you know, even better than let's say others at other positions where you can get that maybe life-changing money on the second deal. Do you feel like that's something that will cross running backs minds when you guys enter the league? Because obviously I'd say, you know, other positions they could hang around for 10, 15 years, no problem, but you guys do play such a physical aspect. Um, does that kind of go into it when you're thinking about, you know, leaving your mark and how quickly you need to make that impact? Yeah, so like 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 you said, <clears throat> you're only gonna play for so long. So like with that with that being said, with that being said, like okay, I'm trying to you know I'm trying to do I'm trying to do my thing for as long as I can. So like every opportunity that you get, you know you gotta blow it out the water. But like being devalued, you always gotta go the extra extra mile. You know like I'm a I'm a true testament of it. Like you always gotta go the extra mile of everybody that's in the equation because you're devalued. Because if you do just enough, well he ain't good. But if you do, you know, if you do what they doing, and they might be doing a lot, oh, you know, he ain't no better than him. Then like, oh, this is because this and this and that. That's why he doing that. But if you go above and beyond, okay, that's when you go. That's when you gonna start to catch the eyes. I'm like, okay, he might, uh, yeah, he might, he might actually got it. So like, you always gotta go above and beyond, especially you know, and running back because like, like you said, it's devalued, and also the shelf life. You only can play for so long at running back because you're getting hit almost every freaking play. Yeah, that's that's very true. And before I let you go, Tajay, so we're two weeks away from the draft, roughly. Um, what's that moment going to be like for you? Is it going to be spending time with the family? What? Do you, how are you going to approach that special moment when you get that phone call? 
I'm actually going to Mobile the first day. Jim Nagy, uh, he invited me to uh, a draft party in Mobile for the first day. Uh, but uh, and I and I appreciate that, man. Jim, my boy. So I, if you're hearing this, I appreciate you, Jim. But uh, but after that, I'll be with the family the next two days, celebrating, waiting on my name to get called. Be with the be with the family. I got a draft party um, in Hammond, Louisiana, and also I got a and I got like the celebration on. I got another draft party on the third day too, so it's like two days just in case I don't get picked in the second or third round. No, no pressure. I can just uh, continue with the, for the third day. Yeah, that that's awesome. Well, Tajay, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, obviously, it's been a or just an absolute privilege watching your career at Tulane, uh, and I wish you all the best as you get ready for the NFL. Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me, man. Have a great day. You too. All right. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. I want to thank Tajay for coming on. Uh, just a really explosive prospect. Obviously, that would kind of be like the hometown guy that Saints fans would love to see. We'll see if that materializes. But as always, guys, stay tuned for more content here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for 